You're listening to another life-transforming message from Awakened Church with campuses in San Diego and Salt Lake City. To find out more about us, go to awakenedchurch.com. The Bible says in 1 Corinthians 2.4, Paul speaking, he says, And my speech and my preaching were not with persuasive words of human wisdom, but in demonstration of the Spirit and of power, that your faith should not be in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. We at Awakened Church aren't here to just give you a nice message, a motivational speech. We are here to encounter the living God. We are here to bring a demonstration of His power so that you know He's real, so that you can feel His presence. He's here today. I don't know about you, but I like feeling God. Pastor Pam. I like feeling his presence. People say you can't go by feelings, but God made feelings. I know we can't make our decisions necessarily, but, but, but I like to feel God. That's why I miss church. I didn't feel God like I used to until I'm, but I'm back. We're back. Church is essential. We want to see him move. I want to feel his presence and, 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 and see things happen. I want to feel him that he's here and, and he wants you to know that he's here. He doesn't want to be a secret. The Bible says wherever two or more are gathered, there he is among us. He's here. And it's our choice if he manifests himself or not. He has to be here to manifest. He's here. The Bible says that Jesus descended to the depths of the earth and then he ascended above the highest heavens, filling the universe with himself. There's no lack of his presence, but there is a lack of his manifestation, but not an awakened church. We want to engage God. I want you to engage him wherever you are. He fills the whole room. He fills the whole room. He can speak to you today. I want him to transform. I want to give you, him to give you a dream and a vision. I want you to see things you didn't see before. The Bible says that Jesus walked into a room and the room was so packed that no one else could get in. And the presence of God was there to heal everyone. And nobody in there got healed. It's possible for us to live our whole lives in the presence of God and never get healed, never get transformed, never get changed, never hear from heaven, never hear from God. Jesus walked by tons of people. But then there was people like the woman of issue of blood and said, I ain't letting you go without getting some of what you got. And she reached out and power goes out of her goes out of him into her and she gets healed like that. It's our choice if we want to step into the supernatural. And what you just saw was a demonstration of his power, letting you know that he's here, letting you know that he's real. And some people say, well, why do you have to fall over? You don't have to fall over. It's just a sign. He's here. That's not in the Bible. Okay. In Daniel 10, 8 and 9, Daniel was doing a Daniel fast. That's where we got the Daniel fast. Therefore, I was left alone when I saw this great vision, and no strength remained in me. An angel, the presence of God, came into Daniel's room, or, or to Daniel. For my vigor was turned to frailty in me, and I retained no strength. Yet I heard the sound of his words. And while I heard the sound of his words, I was in a deep sleep on my face, with my face to the ground. John 18, one of my favorite scenes in the Bible. The soldiers were coming to arrest Jesus in the Garden of Gethsemane. And they come up to him and he says, who are you looking for? And they say, Jesus of Nazareth. 
and Judas was with him. And then he says, I am he. And the soldiers fell back on the ground. You think they all tripped on a rock at the same time? You know what they did? They encountered Jesus Christ, the Messiah, the presence of God. And like sticking your finger in a light socket, they went out under the power of God. John in Revelations says, and when I saw him, I fell at his feet as dead. That's just three examples. I'm telling you, God just wants to manifest himself so that you can see that he's there. Sometimes we just need a fresh touch from heaven. Mike Edwards, God told me to tell you, to remind you that Deuteronomy 8.18, that he has given you power to get wealth, to go get wealth, go get wealth, go get wealth, Mike Edwards. You are a man of God, you are a leader, you are a boss. The church is essential. The church isn't just a, uh, an information house. It's a powerhouse. Genesis 28, 16, Jacob, remember Jacob, he puts his head on a rock and he goes to sleep. And the Bible says he sees a vision, he sees a ladder going from earth to heaven and angels ascending and descending, ascending and descending. He sees a connection between heaven and earth. And then he says this, then Jacob awoke from his sleep and said, surely the Lord is in this place and I did not know it. He did not know it until he saw a vision and a dream, until God manifested himself to Jacob. And he was afraid and he said, how awesome is this place? This is none other than the house of God. And this is the gate of heaven. I want you to know you walked into a gate this morning, the house of God. It's a portal that unites earth to heaven and heaven to earth. And we have a choice this morning if we want to walk through the portal. The title of this message is Portal. Remember, remember when, uh, when you walked into Disneyland for the first time, or even as an adult, you walk in and you see this giant entrance, many gates. And you walk in, and as soon as you cross the threshold of the entrance of Disneyland, the happiest place on earth, you just start smiling. And as you walk in, you see this whole different worlds of possibilities. You can go to Frontierland. You can go to Tomorrowland. You can go to Adventureland. You can go to Fantasyland. It's like you walk in this portal and you have access to all these different worlds. The definition of a portal is a, an entrance, a door, a grand, especially one that is grand or imposing. Another example would be a website. If you go on to, the, to a website, all of a sudden you have access to the World Wide Web. All of a sudden you have, you can go around the world just like this. You can get all the information you want, just like that. It's a portal. It's a grand portal with endless opportunities and possibilities. And Disneyland is amazing and the internet is okay. But there is a portal that we can walk through that will take us into a supernatural reality, not a fantasy land. It is real, it is real. And this portal, we don't enter into the magic kingdom, but we enter the kingdom of God. And in the kingdom of God, it's the supernatural realm where things that seemed impossible become possible. All of a sudden you get filled with faith and, and boldness when you walk into this portal. The Bible says the road is narrow to this portal, but if you can make the trip, if you can make the trip, you're gonna come upon a grand and imposing doorway, a portal into 
endless possibilities. This realm is accessible on earth, but it's not of this world. In the Old Testament, there was a, something called the Passover. And you guys know about the Passover, probably it was, it was the 10th plague and God was gonna strike the firstborn of all of the Egyptians. But he told Israel, he said, hey, I want you to take a lamb, a perfect lamb, one years old, I want you to sacrifice that lamb and take the blood of the lamb and put it on the doorposts, on the, on the wood doorposts. And then I want you to go into that doorway and the angel of death is gonna come and when he sees the blood, he's gonna pass over your house. Isn't it interesting that God doesn't line up all of the people before they walk into the house and ask them if they grew up Christian, if they ever sinned before, if they had a decorated past. He just says, apply the blood and you shall be saved. So they walk into the blood-stained doorway and the angel of the Lord passes over them and as they come out of that doorway, as they come out of that portal, they are leaving bondage in Egypt and walking to their tomorrow land, which is called the promised land. And it wasn't the, the, the kind of wood that made that doorway a powerful portal, it was the blood. It was the blood that was on the wood that made it a portal. And it's signifying them leaving Egypt, leaving bondage, leaving 400 years of slavery into a life of freedom. Later in the New Testament, there would be another portal. This portal was prophesied by the blood-stained doorway in Egypt. This, this portal would be pieces of blood or wood beams that were marked by the sacrificial blood of the lamb but this lamb as we know it is Jesus the perfect lamb before before the beginning of time the Bible says the one that would take away the sins of the world it's not just a cross it's a it's a portal it's a doorway and this blood not only was for will protect you if you can apply the blood over your life but this blood will also deliver you just like it did the Israelites but this blood is also a weapon. It's an offensive weapon used to attack the enemy. The Bible says that the blood, because of what Jesus did on the cross, disarmed principalities and powers. It went to them and it took away their weaponry, disarming them, making a public spectacle of them. This blood also had the power to purchase. It had purchasing power. So much purchasing power, it had the power to buy you. The Bible says in Acts 20, 28, to the shepherd of the church of God, which he purchased with his own blood. We are not our own. He purchased us with this blood. This blood on the beams of wood created a new kind of portal, not to another place on earth, but to another realm. It's not just a cross, an execution stake, but an invitation to a brand new world, a supernatural reality. But so many of us get caught at the foot of the cross. We get stuck at the cross, wondering, do, do we need to send God a resume? Are we okay to be a Christian? Can God use us despite our past? So we look up at the cross and we wonder, is the blood good enough for me? Can it cover my sins? 
is there really a, a person, Jesus, that would die for me? And we get stuck at the foot of a portal of endless possibilities and opportunities, a whole nother realm that you were designed to walk in. Don't get stuck at the cross. We have other people that, that, that they receive Christ and they get saved, but they stay there. You're gonna go to heaven, that's great. But come on, we're called to influence culture. We're called to change things. We're called to transform lives. You gotta walk through the portal to experience its power. It's a doorway to a brand new life. Second Peter 1, 4 says, by which we have given to us exceedingly great and precious promises that through these you may be partakers of the divine nature, having escaped the corruption of this world through lust. Divine nature. You and I are the most unique beings in all the universe. We are called to operate and to dominate in two different worlds. There are angels. They only have, they are spirit beings. They can't have a human experience like us. They can't have an earthly experience like we can. We have animals and they have, I think they have a soul, but they don't have a spirit. So they can only have an earthly experience. You and I are spirit, soul, body. We have the opportunity and we have been called to oscillate between two realms, to dominate in two realms. God said, I have created you to have dominion over all the earth over all the earth, subdue it. That means you have dominion over everything that God created except human beings. That means you can speak to the weather and tell it to rain. Speak to the clouds and tell it to stop. You can speak to the wind and the waves. Dominion over everything. And then Jesus said, behold, I give you authority over all the power of the enemy. You have the power over the earth. You have the power over the spirit. There's nobody like you. There's nobody more powerful than you. Because you have the living God on the inside of you. Nothing can hold you back. Nothing can stop you. The cross gave way to the Holy Spirit. He is the manifested portal that releases us into this new world. He's the source of our power, the connection to the heavenly realm. He is the ladder that Jacob saw that connection point between heaven and earth. Kind of a raw summary would be when you get saved, you gain access to the heavenly realm when you die in the afterlife. But there's more. When you get baptized in the Holy Spirit, you gain access to the heavenly realm here on earth in this life. It doesn't mean you can't operate if you're just saved. I'm just saying the baptism of the Holy Spirit will change everything. This Wednesday night, Holy Spirit night, come and get filled. The baptism of the Holy Spirit, it'll change everything. It'll change everything. 2 Corinthians 12, Paul says that he was caught up into the third heaven and he starts to see visions, see, sees things he can't even utter as a human being. He didn't know if he was in his body or out of his body. He was in the portal. There's another realm. I pray to God that we would all experience 
the supernatural reality of this place. In a minute, we're gonna worship. Worship is one of the greatest examples of our ability as human beings to oscillate between two worlds. John 4, 23 to 24 says, but the hour is coming and now is when true worshipers will worship the Father in spirit and in truth, in spirit and in behavior, in spirit and in practical, in natural and in supernatural. For the Father is seeking such to worship him. God is spirit and those who worship him must worship in spirit and in truth. When you worship, you can invade heaven. And when you worship, heaven can invade earth. And when you worship, you can meet Jesus halfway. Let me just show you. Let me just show you. This is good. The Bible says in Psalm 104, you enter into his gates with thanksgiving, but into his courts with praise. When you praise, you can invade heaven. Sometimes you need a new perspective on life. Sometimes you need to just get close to the Father. I'm telling you, praise and worship will take you from this world to that one. The Bible says Paul and Silas were in prison. They were in a jail. You know the story. They were cuffed up, but they began to praise. They began to praise and sing hymns. And guess what happened? Heaven invaded earth. The Bible says heaven came and shook the ground and the jail cells opened and everybody was free because where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. There is liberty. Heaven can invade earth. Earth, you can invade heaven and you can meet them halfway. Psalm 22 to verse three. But thou art holy, O that that inhabitest the praises of Israel. When you begin to praise, the Bible says, as you seek him, he comes and he dwells in your presence, in your praise. It's like you going halfway and him coming halfway. He inhabits the praises of his people. You can enter a whole new realm, but first you gotta know Jesus. Can we all stand to our feet? We're gonna sing a song in just a minute, but before we do, I want you, if you're here this morning and you've never given your life to Christ, you've never known that there was actually a portal that you could step into and step through. I wanna give you that opportunity and I know eyes are open and we're standing, but I have faith that you can be bold this morning. So if that's you, you've never given your life to Christ, or maybe, you know what, maybe you've been on the sideline for a little bit and you wanna go back in and rededicate yourself to Christ. If you're one of those two people, can you just lift your hand? I wanna pray for you. Is there anybody like that this morning? Somebody back there, thank you, God bless you. See that hand? Thank you over here, thank you. A couple of us, three or four people, thank you. God bless you. God bless you. Is there anybody else? Access to a whole new world the second you invite Jesus. I want everybody in the building to repeat after me, especially those that lifted your hand. Say, Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you for sending Jesus to die on a cross for my sins, creating a portal to the supernatural. Today I pray that you would come into my life and help me live a life that glorifies you 
today I declare that I am saved, that heaven is my home, and God is my Father. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks for listening. To find out more about our locations, team, and what we do here at Awakened Church, go to awakenedchurch.com.